Um, let's let's move on and talk a bit of a game. Um, there's a lot that happened in that game, and uh, I thought that there was some pretty encouraging signs. But let's just get off the cuff takeaways. Um, you know, uh, Jeff, what was what were your kind of top two or three takeaways from that Minnesota game? I was surprised with how fast and physical the Seahawks looked, just compared to the last two games. And simply, they looked faster and they outhit the Vikings, who are top to bottom, I think, the best team in the NFL. And I was the first team offense to me was the big standout, and how they went. Pretty much once they after that first three and out, they had great success against again probably the best defensive unit, and just the fact that the O line held up so well against that front four i know they didn't have everson griffin but the fact that like peter king was at that game and came away thinking the seahawks could be pretty good and that led his monday morning column it was hard not to watch that team i I know there's a lot to me there was a lot of issues defensively but not to think that this team's going to be fun to watch and that was my takeaway like even if they're not great defensively there's a lot to be excited about for a team that maybe four weeks ago kind of looked hopeless how about you nathan um yeah i mean i think the team is gonna be fun i don't know that they're gonna be good yet um we spent the first two weeks of the preseason everyone's like hey it's preseason and then they come out and they play well against the vikings for half and suddenly everyone's like ah super bowl they're going to the playoffs (laughs) uh i don't know anybody specifically that was saying that but certain people on twitter were saying such things uh so, I mean, but I, I don't think there's any question that this offense is going to be interesting. Like, Chris Carson is going to be fun, and Russell Wilson is good, and, you know, the offensive line is showing signs of life. I think that's a common thing in the preseason, but, like, it'll be interesting to watch. Um, they've got some depth at receiver, and somebody there should be, come out that should be interesting. And then the defense is, you know, you've still got Frank, and you've got Rasheem, and you've got uh, Shaquem, and hopefully you still have KJ in the mix, and he's healthy and all that, but... There's just a lot of interesting players, and I don't know how it's all going to come together, and I don't know if it's going to get derailed by injury, but you could definitely see where, you know, this is a team that's not going to be a four-win team. They're not going to pick first overall in the draft. Um, they can hang with the talented team. Um, and, yeah, it's – I don't know. It it was probably the most fun I've had watching a preseason game uh, at, at, in a while, maybe since that last Chargers game last year when they blew them out. Evan, did you get a chance to watch this game on uh, Rewind at least? I did. Ladies and gentlemen, days of a shitty Seahawks offense are over. Our long national nightmare is over. Tom Cable is gone. Daryl Bevel is gone. The Seahawks are going to be very good in 2018. They are going to be more than fun. They're going to be very good. They're going to score a shit ton of points, and they're going to win a shit ton of games. I'm here to tell you right now that this team is going to be way more than fun. This this is going to be the year of shootouts. Now, I'm I'm not entirely convinced that the defense is going to be good this year. Um, I think they're going to have a lot of frustratingly uh, inconsistent performances, to be quite honest. Uh, They... I completely agree with Jeff. I was like really shocked with how aggressive they looked. It was almost like a former Legion of Boom look to them. They were just 
they're flying everywhere in the words of Pete Carroll. Um, so the, the, it was kind of encouraging to see from the defense. Um, but the main takeaway is the offense. I, they're going to be so much fun this year. I, I think we finally have accountability in the offense. And <laughs> sorry, I had to interject that there. Um, but no, I, I think there's some tangible takeaways. I think, I think Russell Wilson's footwork looks, looked better. I think we saw him, you know, stepping up in the pocket more frequently. Um, God, the offensive line looks good. Jermaine Ifedi looked good. I mean, <laughs> what the hell? We're talking about shipping Ifedi. He looked good. But yeah. I mean, it was one game. I've been trying to figure out how to, uh, what the dialectic uh, for I, how do you, how do you spell I? Um, so oh. I can help you with that yeah, pronunciation. Hey, Evan, what kind of people come from Italy? <laughs> oh, no. Like, if I was from Italy, I would say I was an... Or, like, sometimes, you know, you can put, like, there's different types of, like, dressing you can put on a salad. Like, there's French dressing or ranch dressing. And there's a type of dressing that, like, it's like a vinaigrette kind of comes from Italy. What's it called? Italian? Okay. Wow. I didn't think that's where that was going to go. <laughs> I appreciate the cultural sensitivity you just displayed there, Evan. I that tried really pretty- hard there. I tried really hard. <laughs> uh, no, Ifedi uh, gets his name <laughs> pronounced correctly when he puts two solid games straight together. That's when it changes. This is, a, right. this is a reward-based system. I see. I see. It's a meritocracy. So, um, <laughs> you know... It's interesting. I think you guys all, you hit on a lot of the the top takeaways for me. I think high level um, line of scrimmage. Uh, So many games the NFL are won or lost, you know, in how the teams play on both sides of the ball. And that was the biggest thing for me for the first time in the preseason, for sure. And really, I would argue since the first time since maybe early in 2017, the Seahawks defensive line were actually stopping ball carriers at the line of scrimmage or a yard pass, sometimes making contact before, Um, you know, the the Vikings were just hammering and hammering and hammering away with Latavius Murray and they were not making any progress. I believe the longest run from scrimmage uh, when the starters were in there on defense was like five yards. Like the longest run for the game for the Vikings was eight yards. And that was not until the fourth quarter. So um, that's really impressive in terms of them kind of having the physical nature that, you know, they gave up 176 yards rushing to the chargers, I believe just a week ago. So that's a big change and it was good to see. Um, I think that on offense, we talked about the offensive line and uh, I tweeted out some stats about this, but like the Vikings defense had their worst rating from pro football focus in this game out of their three preseason games their their pass rush had its worst game by far relative to their other games their run defense had its worst game relative to the other games and they played like jacksonville last week and that could mean that they just played poorly that's one possible interpretation of that it could mean pff is crap and they don't know what they're talking about that's another possibility but there's another what matched my eyes was that the seahawks offensive line actually really outplayed them um and how often have we ever said that in the last three years i mean in any game preseason or otherwise for even a quarter so um that was really encouraging and then i don't know if any i can't remember how you guys mentioned but chris carson like 
that guy's that guy's the real deal. Um, the move he made on, I think it was Eric Kendricks uh, along the boundary um, on the, the swing pass, like sign me up for like 50 of those this season. Swing the ball out to him one-on-one with a linebacker and let's see who wins that battle. Like I, I'll take Carson every day. So um, I thought that was really encouraging. I still think that the secondary is a real question mark. I thought Dante Johnson wasn't challenged, but seemed to not get into trouble, which is good. Um, uh, the safeties, who knows if Tedrick Thompson, how hurt he is. Um, but, you know, you end up with Maurice Alexander and Delano Hill. And that's how thin they are at safety. Like, um, so anyway, we'll, we'll kind of see how that plays out. But, but uh, that remains the big concern there. And pass rush. On the flip side of what I said on the PFF scores, um, the Vikings had their best pass blocking grade of any of their games. And what does that mean from my perspective? The X pass rush is still not a strength of this team. It's a, it's a challenge. And uh, we didn't, Rasheem Green did not dominate that game from a pass rush perspective. Um, he had some good run defense, but uh, his pass rush was not, did not stand out the same way it had. So, um, little bit of a dulling of the the glow um that we we had had about Rasheem Green after the from a pass rush perspective after the first couple of games